What's up, Jets fans, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Jets Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Connor Sheeran. Connor, I think the last time we spoke was uh, around draft time, no? Or no, no, we had, uh, we, had a prediction. we had our prediction pod shortly after that. Yeah, yeah, you, you uh, us two, and Jared, front of the yes, pod. Yes, I was the... Um, Yes, I was the, the I was the head on the the shoulders, and and he was the devil, and you were the angel, <laughs> uh, in that scenario. Yes, because I was I was the one who picked us to go. Yeah, I think he made us go like eleven and yeah, he had like some, we had like twelve, thirteen wins. Outsane prediction for like yeah, and then you had you had us at five wins or something, and I had us at seven. So I was the I was the more neutral party there. Right. Right. Um. All right. Well. I'm glad to be back. We, yep. uh, in, it's, it's the end of July, and that means it's the unofficial start of the season, man. I mean, this is – we're back. We're, this I, is it. Uh, it just – it feels so right, and then I just know. Right? It just – like it, because uh, the way I look at it, once 4th of July is over, I'm kind of done with summer. And after, like, the past, like, week, I've yeah. really been done with summer. Because it's been like about a hundred thousand degrees here, so I've kind of like it has been a little cooler. Yeah, like it's been a little cooler the last two days. Thanks then you get it. on the subway and you're like, "Yeah, I want to just kill myself." Like I, like I was yeah. at the, I was at the Met game Sunday, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't too. It was, that was when it was like a hundred and five degrees, but thankfully it was at night, and where I was sitting was in the shade, so it wasn't too bad. And then like we had right. the next day, and the temperature started to break a little bit. Thank God, you know. Yes, I was at the Subway Series on Tuesday, and it was nice and cool that night. It was beautiful. Yeah. You know, each night it's gotten cooler and cooler, which is good. We're not here to talk about baseball, though. We're here to talk about the Jets. And, folks, we got some breaking news. Yes. Uh, you're all definitely aware of at this point because we're all on social media. Imagine, like, I, I guess it would have been, like, radio shows back in the day. They would have actually gotten to, like, break news. Like, Mike and the Mad Dog. He'd be driving yeah. home from work. They'd be like, oh, yeah, like, by the way, so they just saw him there. You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> all right, but, like, now, like, you just get, like, you're, you're driving, you have your Apple Watch on, and you see Schefter's like, oh, cool, Quan Alexander, and you crash your car into the, <laughs> into the median. Never get to um, see one down for the Jets. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, Jets signed Quan Alexander, uh, which I think is a very big signing for this team. Um, initial thoughts, initial reactions, Connor. Uh, I'm very excited. He was a guy that I wanted them to sign for a while now. Um, I remember uh, someone probably, I mean, it might have been like Joe Caparoso who tweeted like, what's another move you want to see the Jets do this offseason? I think this was after the draft. And I said I wanted them to get Quan Alexander because I was tired of them having to, you know, trot out um, practice squad or practice squad level guys at linebacker last year when some of uh, the starters got injured, you know? So Blake, Blake, the Blake Cashman's of the world. Exactly. And Quan Alexander is not much better, I guess, when it comes to being injury prone, but Quan Alexander is a, yes. a good veteran linebacker. Um, that He's 27. Has, yeah. But he has, and he has the experience to, you know, he worked with Salah in San Francisco. So, you know, I think that that pairing um, could do a lot, you know, and I don't know whether or not, you know, Salah has a plan for him to fit in, I doubt, as a starter, but he's definitely going to be in, like, the rotation, for sure. Yeah, 
I mean, so right now the the depth chart says weak side is Hamza Nasraldine, uh, middle is CJ Mosley, and strong side is Quincy Williams. Um, not exactly, uh, you know, a, a world beating group right there. Obviously, CJ was like the best player on the defense last year. Had over a hundred tackles. Like was one of the had some of the most tackles in the league actually. Yeah. Um, but. Quan Alexander does bring a level of experience that neither of those guys have. They're both in their second or third years. Uh, neither have really flashed them. I mean, we saw, you know, I, I will say that we did see a bunch of flashes from Quincy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> he's a guy who he's running around 150 miles an hour and he doesn't have very good steering. <laughs> yeah. that, was the, that was the issue in the, was it the Titans game? It, when yeah, like yeah, yeah, I think even the announcers were were basically like, yeah, he's got to like know when to not go 100 miles an hour and just go like 60. He is he is the <laughs> living embodiment of all gas, no break. Yeah, pretty much. I think he was just he was just excited to be out there. You know, he's playing yeah. with his brother. He was just like, I'm I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, Salah pulls him over on the side. And he's like, Quincy, it was a euphemism. All right, this isn't. I didn't mean it literally. All right, <laughs> um, breaks when you I, need to. <laughs> Yeah, so Quan Alexander, if you look at his numbers, they haven't been exactly amazing last year. If you like PFF, he had like a 53 grade. Um, but this is a guy who was drafted by the Bucks, uh, I believe it was six years ago at this point. Um, he was he went to LSU. He was drafted. What year was he drafted? He was drafted in the 2015 NFL draft, so about seven seasons ago now. He led the NFL in solo tackles in 2016. He had 145 total tackles in 16 games. The next year, he was a pro bowler, and he also only played 12 games. The year after that, he only played six. The year after that, he only played eight. The year after that, he was two, played for two teams. He played for New Orleans and San Francisco, um, and he played a total of 12 games. He played, you know, he's, he's definitely, uh, definitely on the upswing in terms of his health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year he played in 12 games. He only started in eight though. Um, I don't know how many games he's going to start for the jets. It could be zero, honestly, but this, we need a depth. This is football, man. This isn't base. This isn't, this isn't baseball where, you know, for the most part, I mean, actually I would say baseball guys do get healthy, you know, the, football, you get hurt more than any other sport. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. And, this is this is a, a a very weak spot for the Jets that they finally were able to add a veteran like a, a, an actual name like we don't get these guys right we were saying that in the group chat this isn't like a thing that the Jets do, do. like we don't get the veteran that like is looking to like rebuild like re, like really like put himself out there yeah. yeah they don't risk themselves coming to the Jets you know but he's, played, he's played he's played with this this group. Um, he's played with this, this, this coach, he knows this system. And I think that this is going to be a really good signing, uh, for the jets. So right. I'm, ex- exactly. I'm excited about it. Yeah. He had three and a half sacks last year too, which is a career high. Um, you're not asking him to rush the passer, but I mean, this guy, he can still, he forced a fumble last year. Uh, you know, he had multiple passes deflected. He's a guy who can, when he's healthy, he can do a lot of stuff on the field. So I'm excited about this. I think it's a good pickup, and maybe we don't have to see some no names playing right. linebacker for this team. So that's like the big news of the day. Um, other than that, 
there really hasn't been much going on because it's only day two. You know, it's only day two. I, I'd say the biggest news of the day outside of this was Makai Becton ethering <laughs> Rich Samini on Twitter, um, calling him a weirdo, <laughs> which I loved. Um, so if, you don't, if you're not aware, um, let's see. I want to get the actual wording right. Becton, Twitter. Um, so Rich Samini... <laughs> Rich Savini tweeted, and I saw it when it happened, like like the the tweet, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me, man! Like right. really, like that's that's what he tweeted? Like breaking news? Like player is tired during training camp? Right? You know? So please tell me he didn't delete it. Uh, he said, "Make sure you say the part when I still grinded through practice, you weirdo." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So after Savini said, Becton has been laboring through the yes. early portion of practice. Yes, that's exactly. He said, took a knee off to the side during yeah. offensive line drills. Right. Yeah, and then Becton goes, he claps back. He says, make sure you say the part where I still grinded through practice. You know what? This is a guy who hasn't played in how long? What was the last time he it, played? It was week one. It yeah. was week one. I think he got hurt on Wilson's touchdown pass to Corey Davis. Right. I think he was like, I think he went down and he was like, that was part of the reason Wilson had to roll out was because a yeah. guy was coming after him. So it was it was something of that of that ilk. Yeah. Can be signed into Twitter. What is this? This is garbage. What is this? We're in the middle of a pod. We're in the middle of a podcast here. Which, no active. No. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, other than that, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's day two. Um, anything that you've you've seen from any of the beat writers that you, you've noticed that's gotten you excited. Uh, I, the first thing I, I will notice, it's got me excited. A lot of stuff or talk around Brees Hall has gotten yes. me excited. Um, but I mean, we were talking about it the other day, not quite sure what Connor uses up to, but I guess he still has a press pass to be at training camp because he's not the athletic Jets writer anymore. Uh, or I think he's a, I, so I think, I think that he's still covering the Jets, he's also covering uh he's also covering the Giants. Right. Too. But like both. I don't I don't see any he might just be a more like generalized NFL reporter rather than like or maybe just New York like and he had to say what he said because he's not only gonna strictly be focused on the Jets. So he might bounce around he might be at like you might go to Giants training camp too. But anyway, um Connery's was saying a bunch of good things about Brees Hall, which got me uh, got me very excited. Um, what was it? I have two computers on my going on my desk right now. I have my, yeah. my, my work laptop, which is connected to uh, my second monitor, and the one I'm using right now. I want to see what he said. Where was the one? Bad radio. Yep, very bad radio. Twitter won't let me log in right now, man. This is oh, crazy. Man. This is chaos. Uh, that? There we go. Beautiful. All right. So, Breesaw's definitely got me hype, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so, we got Quan Alexander okay. tweeting right now, so, real quick. Breesaw uh, just made a super impressive shifty run. Little double juke in middle of line before cutting and bursting outside. Impressive agility, acceleration, and, vi and vision to find the outside lane. So, it's nothing anything specific, but those are the types of things you want to hear. And what I was expecting to hear about a guy like Breesaw. So, 
Um, I have another comment on the other running back in the room, Michael Carter, in a second. But Quan Alexander tweeted an hour ago, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you eat them words straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Whose words? I don't know. Is he just I talking can't. about the critics, the haters? <laughs> they must be. They must be. Um, but I am very, I'm very excited about Quan. Anyway, um, something that I saw today that got me very excited, uh, Michael Carter says that he wants to base himself after uh, Curtis Martin. Just love seeing comments like that. Right. You know, just love seeing stuff like that. Now, he didn't say, yeah, I want to be like, well, like, I was going to say LaDainian Thomas, but he was also a Jet. Um, <laughs> um, right. Like, I don't, like, don't want to say, like, like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear Adrian Peterson, you mm-hmm. know, or some other, like, other teams running back. No, he picked, he picked the Jet. Which happens right. to also be one of like the five best running backs ever, um, but you know, I'm excited about it. I'm yeah. excited about that running back room. I'm excited about a lot of things. We were talking about Mackay Beckham though, and his tweet obviously was great. Him calling out Rich Meany, but there was an interesting development that happened on day one, which is that he was on the right side. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this because last year he was getting smoked on the left side, and even in training camp, and he showed up. Clearly, he was out of shape. Yeah. Clearly, there was something wrong. Now, he's in much better shape. Um, he's, you know, there were tweets saying that he got beaten multiple times today in practice. Three sacks in a row. Especially, they, yeah, weren't wearing, by, they weren't wearing pads. Like, you don't have any. Like, you have, yeah, you have no advantage when you're with pads. You, you, you have no, nothing to grab onto. So, I'm not looking too much into that right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm very interested to see how he does on the right side. Because, clearly, George Font did an excellent job last year. Right. Do you have any concerns about him being on the right side? I mean, it's not so many concerns. I think it's just it's going to be a. I mean, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. But Salah even said it himself. He's like, there isn't as much of a difference between left tackle and right tackle. I think as people are making it out to be, and that includes fans. Um, there is a difference, but at the same time, we also knew that uh, Becton was a whole hell of a lot better at run blocking than pass blocking. That's where he. Yeah. That's where he was um, an absolute monster. You know, he can just go out there. He can push guys when he's advancing down the field. Like that's where he excelled. Pass blocking. He's a. We also said this. Pass blocking. He's got to be more agile. He's got to stick to the line. He's a big dude. It's gonna be a thing. Like you know, uh, right. that he's probably still gonna struggle a bit with. And uh, the only thing. I mean, they said. Yeah, like you said, uh, they're not in pads yet. I don't think they're in pads till next week. Uh, Monday, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Him, him getting beat by Bryce Hall twice, a cornerback, and then Vinny Curry, a backup. Not great, but not great. But it's also it's also a corner. Like, yeah, he's a fat. He's fat. So I didn't see the play. I'm not looking. At, right. I don't really care about a guy getting beaten in no pads. Yeah, week in, in day two, he's clearly not in a hundred percent shape yet. He's not in football shape yet. It's just everybody pumped the brakes on Mackay Becton. Right. Basically, the thing is, there'll be reason to panic. There'll be reason to panic if we, we see him week one get beat eight times. And we're like, right. oh. And he gives up like two sacks that get like Zach. Like it's like Zach smoked. Hurt. Like, yeah. That, if yeah that, we don't want that. And I'll be, I'll be concerned, you know? Exactly. Uh, you know, because like you were saying, George, George Font was excellent last year as a left tackle. Um, he really was. So there's, we didn't there's, say, we didn't hear his name, and that's like that's like the big thing with tackles. Yeah, we, when you're when it's like 
it's like when people used to um, not criticize, but people would say stuff about like Darrell Revis and the fact that he was never a interception machine. Like he never brought in like a ton of interceptions, but cornerback is also a position where if you're not hearing the guy's name, that means he's doing his job because they're not right. going in his direction. So that's why Revis Island was a thing. That's why teams just didn't throw to that side of the field. And offensive line in many ways is very similar to that, you know, these guys aren't mm-hmm. going out. They're not selling the jerseys. Like, you don't see people walking around. Uh, or maybe they do in Indianapolis. But guys walking around in Quentin Nelson jerseys. But we know he's one of the best, you know? So, right. yeah. If guys on the offensive line are going to go out there, they're going to do their thing. Font is obviously, we saw last, last season, he can do it. Now you got AVT. You got McGovern still. Now you got Tomlinson next to him. And I think with two guards... Next to him, McGovern's going to be a pretty solid center. And then a, yeah. lot, a lot of the offensive line questions really come down to Becton. But I think – Yep. They're either top five or they're like middle of the pack, depending right. on Becton. Which, put it this way, even if they're middle of the pack, that's a lot better than they've had over the course of the past couple seasons. So, you know. Right. Yeah. So so here's what – I mean, we make fun of Samini, but he does have nuggets of information. Um, this is an update on Quan Alexander and what he'll be bringing to the defense. Jets see Quan Alexander is a vet who can play Sam or Will linebacker, which is strong side, weak side. Uh, already knows the solid system. Mosley and Williams are the starters, but third spot in base defense is a question mark where Harris and Nazaldean will be. Jets wanted to add another vet to the mix, and now they have one. The okay. guy's going to be playing hard. Too, because he he's 27 he wants another deal you know he right. wants a four-year deal when he's 32 and then he retires right right it's not like linebackers last very long this is only a one-year deal so it's fair yes. to say very much a prove it contract all right is there any let me let me ask you another question is there any you, you mentioned Brees hall is there any defensive guys that have caught your attention with the with the 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 notes that you've seen from the uh from the beat writers? Um, I can't say a ton, but I mean, like, I think... It's only day two. Right. I, remember. I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, it sounds like um, Bryce Huff had a couple solid uh, plays. But he looked pretty great in OTAs, from what I remember. Um, so, and I mean, no one gushes about Bryce... Uh, no one gushes about him more than Salah, I think. No one gushes about their defensive players more than Salah, obviously. But I think um, seeing... Yeah, I'm... I'm, As far as defensive defensive players go, I'm really... I can't wait to see Jermaine Johnson play. Yeah. Because of how... I want to see him throw down after it. Yeah, because of how that all worked out in the draft. Like, I remember sitting there. I was at a bachelor party watching the draft. And like the first... I was like, we got there Thursday night. That was, like, the thing we were planning on doing. Like, everyone goes, you know, we, we watch the draft, you know, drink, eat, whatever, everything you do at a bachelor party. And I remember after the for Jets two picks, I'm like, okay, settle in. Jets are done for the night. And then, like, if I didn't happen to glance at it, and then, like, because you know what it's like in the draft. The beat writers are always tweeting out the picks, like, five minutes before they, they announce. So I remember seeing, it might have been Connor Hughes saying, it's like, the Jets have traded back, and then I, and I see back in, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to get Jermaine Johnson. Like, this is about to happen. And it happened, and it shows why, you know, they're super excited for him. So I want to see what all the hype's about. I don't watch a lot of ACC football. So I want to see, you know, 
I want you. Neither did I. Him get after it. So I'm excited. I'm very excited to see what uh, he does. You know. All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about camp itself. Um, there's been some good talk about Zach Wilson so far, outside of you know the whole him being a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which have we have we discussed that on the pod yet? Not that dog. No, that's after we haven't uh, spoken in a while. Nah, that, that's an old story at this point. But just know, that, folks, he's got that dog in him. Zach Wilson's <laughs> got that dog in him. He has an opportunity here. He has a special opportunity here to become one of the most popular players in the league if he has a good year. Yeah, he really does. With this whole right. story, like this is like a rare thing where, like, first of all, I don't know what that girl was thinking. Right. Like, why did she think that? Does she, like, read the room? Like, do you know, like, what we're talking about here? You know, like... like, like did she possibly like, think that was going to make him, like, look bad in the eyes of, like, uh, a, like a, a, fan, a sports, you know, fan right. group that is primarily uh, male-dominated? Did she think that that yeah. was going to happen? <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, what are you here? It doesn't um, matter if it's not true, because I doubt it is. Like, no, it's not true. There's no way it's true, but it, yeah. that's not the point. That's yeah, the point. It's like quarter public opinion. As far as like, as far as the rest of the fan base and the league is concerned, that's a thing, forever. Like, <laughs> you know. Yep. So, so he has looked. He's looked good so far. Um, and how could he not? I mean, the, the Jets have done so much. Like, we're not even in pads yet. He's in shorts. He better look good. Right. Are you kidding me? Yep. And he has. He's made a bunch of really good throws, apparently. Uh, we, we, you talked about that one on the sideline uh, to, uh, to, to Brees Hall. He had a good one to Elijah Moore, I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this. Would you, ever go, would you ever go to a training camp as, like, a, like sit in the bleachers in, like, 100-degree weather and watch a practice? I can't. I can't say I would. It's no, just, I can't I, either. I can't. Like, <laughs> I give, I, hey, if you're one of those people that likes to go – more power to you, but like I can't see myself, especially as someone who lives in a city without a car, finding a way to you know take public transportation to get to Florham Park to watch a practice. It's probably what? How long are these practices in training camp? Two hours? At Two least. And a half hours? <laughs> yeah, like I can't see myself doing that. So if you are one of those per- one of those people, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, no, I could not do that at all. No chance. Um, but it would be interesting to get to see, like, if it was later in camp. Um, but you know what? We get preseason games. When, when are the preseason games? I think the first one for the Jets is the 10th of August. August? Yeah. Versus the Ravens. Wow. So that's like a couple – that's like two weeks away. No, it's not. That's not it. I'm wrong. Hold on. I think oh, it's no. Friday. Wait. No, that was the, the Ravens are week one. What yeah, are they Let's see. August twelfth. Yeah. Oh. They play the Eagles. That's right because they have their. Uh, I think they have a joint practice with the Eagles. Oh shit! The Hall of Fame game this is next week. Is next week? Yep. Who's in the Hall of Fame game? Jaguars and Jaguars and Raiders. Oh, that's a real barn burner. You know. Well, you get to see Trevor Lawrence. You get to see Trevor Lawrence and Derek. Well, Derek Carr's not going to play. But you'll see Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence will play. Oh, He'll play for a couple, like for like a, a drive or two. Um, but it'll just be good to have football on in the background, right? You know, you know. Um, and then we have obviously, of course, Jets Eagles, August twelfth. Uh, and it's a week after week of joint practice. 
we all know what happened at the Jets last joint practice and training camp. So yeah, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. That's why I hate. That's why I hate joint practices. It's like a whole week. I don't want simulated. I don't game. want like so stupid. I, wait, so we do. We go. We go. We go. Wait. So preseason is only three weeks, which is awesome, by the way. All right. Um, but like these games are all spread out. So the Jets play on the tw- on the twelfth. Yeah. And then they play on the Monday, August twenty second. So and then. And then they then Jets Giants the twenty eighth so six days after that. Uh-huh. Why wait six days? They, you can't play any starters in the last game. No, I don't even know. I mean, I mean, I really don't remember too much. I remember in the Jets Packers preseason game that Zach looked really good. Uh, again, he was like that was when I was concerned. I was like excited about Zach, but I was really concerned about the defense because the, the yeah. back, like second strings were like running all over the starters. So I was like, oh, boy. I think I'm most excited. Yeah, I think I'm most excited to see sauce. Just everything sauce. Yeah. But when it comes to training camp or the preseason games, I want to see sauce match up against everybody's number one receiver, throw him into the fire immediately. Right. I I think that Outside of Zach Wilson, he's the most important player on the team in, in him being being a good player. If he's good, if he's good, it changes everything for that defense. Yeah, for sure. Everything. If he's bad, I I I mean we're gonna have a lot of uh gonna have a lot of talking. We're gonna have to do a lot of defending of Joe Douglas of this draft class. These these last two draft classes don't pan out. Yeah. There won't be any defending. You're gonna be like, all right, like I guess he's not it. I guess he stinks. I mean he was a great he's great at trading and like, you know, hypothetically building a roster, but none of the guys panned out. Right, right. We don't want to think like that. We want to think okay. that everybody pans out. Put, put it this way, you know who's looked really good so far? Who? Our guy. Our our boy who we basically all through last season did nothing but slander, curse his name. Basically, wish nothing but ill will on the poor guy. Well, there's Denzel, a couple of people who fit that Denzel description. Mims. So Denzel, Denzel Mims. Mims. Apparently, he's the talk of the town in Florham Park these days. Everyone he just won't him. go away. <laughs> Listen, if, if he wants to go out there and be who we wanted him to be and needed him to be, okay, awesome. Maybe he goes out there. Maybe it's like there's too many cooks in the kitchen for a little while in the wide receiver room between. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, uh, Braxton Berrios, and then Mims. You know, I mean, there's five like, like playable wide receivers in there. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm Teddy KGB. Like, yeah, w- like watching Mims, like he's hanging around, hanging around the yeah. alligator blood. You know, like yeah, he won't, he won't fucking go away. <laughs> but like, you know what, Mims, prove us wrong, dude. Prove us wrong. You were a second round pick. Like you were supposed to be great out of Baylor. Prove us wrong. Exactly. I dare you. I dare you. There's yeah. there's a spot open on this roster. There's a wide. There, we need a fourth wide receiver. I mean, Barrios is technically the fourth wide receiver, but you're gonna get reps if you're the fifth. If you're the quote unquote fifth receiver. Right. And you know what? That'd be good. Then you, if he pans out, then you you're okay. You don't need to trade. Like you don't need to re- Like Corey Davis, I think is, this is the last year of his deal. No, they only they, they signed him for more than two, right? 
Um, let's see. It was see. like three, three years. Yeah, it was a three-year deal. Wait, yeah. no, actually, I don't know if it was three years, if it was three left. Um, uh, there's a potential okay. out in 2023. Right. Right, so if he has, like, an okay year, but Denzel Mims is, like, balling out, yeah, you're going to – yeah, they can cut him and there'd be no dead cap. Right. Um, I mean, it would – yeah, no, no dead cap. Sweet. So, yeah, you can cut him. Um, well, I guess there would be dead cap, I think. It would be 600000 Right, so, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. If Denzel right. Mims ends up being, like, a, like good – like then whatever, or Corey Davis ends up being like really good this year and like, like as our wide receiver three because he's gonna be, I mean it, he's gonna be ri- lining up in the in the X spot a lot. I feel like yeah. Um, but you you want Garrett Wilson to to take that spot, obviously. Um, whose name? I mean, two days in, we haven't really heard his name much. I, I saw a couple of tweets about him making a nice catch uh, from Flacco. Yeah, so I don't I, want him taking catches from Flacco. I want him taking catches from but, Zach. I don't care who. I mean, you want that, of course. But I mean, this is like I saw today. Uh, my buddy's a Dolphins fan, so anytime there's something good from Dolphins camp, he sends me a clip. No context, no wording, just sends me the clip. So he sent me a picture of Jalen Waddle, like making like a pretty good, a pretty good catch. But it was a pass from uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So right, like, come on, come on. <laughs> When they're when they're lining up, yeah, he, and he sent me one like you know two days ago of uh, Tua throwing like getting a pass from the Tyreek Hill. Um, so how far behind? How how far? How, how many? Uh, how long did Tyreek have to wait for that ball to get there? Ty, Tyreek had to work for it. I'll put it that way. You know, he um, didn't stop, but he he had to he had to work for it. <laughs> I, I, the quote from Tyreek the other day uh, apparently was, you know, Zach Wilson's got that dog in him, but you know, I got the most <laughs> accurate quarterback in the league. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself. Uh, cool. Like yeah, he may be the most accurate quarterback in the league, but you know, can he reach you down the field? Right. Can he actually no. throw the ball with accuracy more than like thirty yards? <laughs> no, no. The answer is no. He can't. Um, and I remember uh, during like one of the posts. I think it might. I don't know if it was the post that Zach put up of, um, like all of them out at like the retreat in Idaho. Uh, right. But Jordan Waddle commented on it, and it was just like he just put like the goat symbol. So I remember I messaged that to my friend. I was just like, you know, trouble in Miami. Does Jalen Waddle well, want to come to the Jets? Is that is that well, is was that was 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 that also? Wait, well, hold on. To be fair, was that in reference to Wayne Gretzky? Why would it be a reference to Wayne Gretzky? Well, in Idaho, they were with Wayne Gretzky. Oh, it was like with Wayne. Right, it was like his house or something, right? They, I don't know if it was his house. I think Zach probably has his own house there. Um, they were just with him. He's got a rich family, and he's a rich boy now. But uh, that's very true. <laughs> but he, he like, there's a picture of him on his Instagram. Maybe this wasn't the photo that you're th- you're t- thinking of, but he got a photo with Wayne Gretzky, and it was like Wayne was like, "It was great to have you guys out here." Blah blah blah. Right. I think they like went to get dinner at Wayne's house or something. Nice. Yeah, I mean, whole gang. What, I just have to say, you know, and you know, uh, what's his face, Dustin, uh, Dustin Johnson, better, better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> better keep an eye on. Better, better keep Paulino, yeah. better keep Paulino away from, uh, better keep Paulino away from Zach. You know, you don't know, <laughs> what, you don't know what could go down. 
<laughs> oh man, I will say, and, and I know our guy Ethan um, will. I don't know if you'd disagree with me, but the pinned tweet on his page is always says about you know, there's only two cultures in the NFL: winning culture and a losing culture. Um, but based off of those like Instagram posts and stuff, Jets don't have a winning culture yet. But I'm liking the fact that these guys are out there. They're hanging out. CJ was almost showing up to training camp with a person of the year Zach Wilson T-shirt. Like I'm hoping that they all tr- they all treat like seem to treat Zach Wilson as like their little brother. Like they're always like clowning on him somehow. Right. Or like just like poking fun at him. I love that. I think that's like the, the funniest, um, funniest stuff ever. Th- there was a quote from CJ today, which was really great. Um, that it was uh, like, is he going to take the Joe like a leap like Joe Burrow did? Mm-hmm. He was like, no, not not when, not if, when, when, yeah, you know. And he he was talking him up like big time. Listen, reset. So, I mean, reset it. Like, the tools are now there. The Jets did what they needed to do to help Zach more than what they ever did with Sam Darnold. I mean, someone posted the graphic of one of one of the receiver cores that went out one week with Sam Darnold, and it was like, it was like Chris Hogan, Berrios, uh, Brashad Perriman. Like, it was, it was bad, man. Like, the Jets left that poor guy out there to suffer. <laughs> and of yes. course now he's battling for the starting position in Carolina with another, you know, loser. The guy was picked, the, the guy was picked two, two, two picks ahead of him. Yeah. And so I, it is absolutely baffling that out of those, the four quarterbacks that were like, this is the deepest QB draft class ever. All these guys are going to be studs in the NFL. Like, blah, 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 blah. And Josh Allen is the guy that like, no one, like, none of us as Jet fans want it. Like, we're just like, get away from me. So, are now. <laughs> so, I remember I was listening to WFAN in April of 2018. And a player on Wyoming called. He called in. And essentially, I, I couldn't tell you what he said word for word, but essentially the gist of what he was saying was, Whoever doesn't take him is going to regret this. He is the best athlete I have ever seen in my life. What he does with the football is just absolutely stupid. Like, <laughs> if, if you don't, if these, if you pass on Josh Allen, you're going to regret it. And for two years, I was like, ha ha, what an idiot that guy was. <laughs> and now for the last two years after that, I was like, ha ha, what an idiot oh. I am. <laughs> Oh, you know, and I, I just vividly remember, I don't know what, what position he played. He was on the Wyoming football team and he called in a WFAN and he was like, yeah, I'm telling you guys, he's the real deal. I promise you, I've never seen anything like him in my life. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, what, what has he seen in his life? Like, right. he's, he's a like, Wyoming he's football player. player. 1920? Yeah, in Wyoming. Like, right. how, how much yeah. have you actually seen? Like, how, how, how little, how little did we know? Unbelievable. So, um, any other thoughts? Any other uh, comments on what we've seen so far in training camp? Um, you know, I'm, two I, days, but 
Yeah, I think I am. Um, hold on. I thought I've seen a quote from Azoma asking about like when someone asked him about the uh, Time Magazine Person of the Year exact T-shirt. I gotta support that man any way I can. I ran it by my agency and a couple friends, and I was like, Zach, is it straight if I wear this in here? He's like, do whatever you want to do. That's the thought that went into it. Like, okay, here we go. And then, like, I remember the clip of him walking in, and Zach was just like, I didn't know you were going to wear that today. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, walking into camp when all, like, the social media teams there like, waiting to take videos of people walking in. Like, uh, it cracked me up. But, oh. yeah. I love that video. Oh, by the way, I don't know how I feel about Braxton Berrios' hair. I haven't seen it. He looks like friggin' Eminem. Like, he, like, shaved it and bleached, bleached his hair, basically. I don't know what he was thinking. He looks like Slim Shady LP era Eminem. Can't believe uh, Sofia Coppola let him get away with that. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'll I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> um, good for Braxton. That's all I'll say. Good for Braxton. Um, yes. Oh, Braxton, buddy. What the? <laughs> I told you. Oh, he went from this? Right? He went from that and, like... This handsome, handsome guy to this? I don't know what he was thinking. He's like, new year, new look. I was like, I prefer the uh, the flow, and he had, like, the extra long hair. So I mean, listen, listen. He can rock any look. Right. He's very handsome, he man. Rock, my, my, my man can rock any look. Yeah, I mean, look at this. Look at this power couple right here. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And so I think you and I have said it on here before. It was like when they went on a vacation with Christian McCaffrey and Olivia Culpo, and they all took, like, a picture together. I was like, how are these, like, four people technically part of the same species as me? It doesn't make sense. Like It makes, it makes zero sense. From physicality. It's crazy. It just, it's, it's, it's bananas. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm excited to see all the offense really work together because they all seem to be, you know, very yeah. much buds. It seems like a, it's like a, it, yeah, it seems like a family, honestly. Yeah, and that's, it, it, that's it, something that I feel like we haven't really had. Right. There's been like quarterback camps and stuff, but like, it felt like, it felt like, I mean, Sam Darnold was like, you, you just wanted to hang out with Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to hang out with his team. I also love every basically every single clip of uh, Michael Carter and Elijah Moore together. They're like right. buds. Uh, I yeah. like him, like also Michael Carter, whenever they give him the phone, and he has like the phone really close to his face, and he's just like looking down at it, cracks me up every time. He's like, everyone keeps calling me Mike Carter. It's actually Michael Carter. That's the name my mom gave me, so I appreciate it. Everyone calls me. <laughs> like, I got my guy E over here, and Elijah Moore's just like off to the side, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I killed Love him. it. <laughs> also, great to see Carl Lawson back. Last yeah. thing I'll say. I just need to. Him, rock, him rocking the Dragon Ball. Need to uh, see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Need, need, need to, to see him in a game. Can't wait. A game. I need, like, did we ever get to see him in a game before he got hurt? Like, was he even in a preseason game? Yeah. yeah like, we he, should join practice yeah. with the Packers or whatever. That's when he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, like, on all, all, all accounts, he was absolutely dominating training camp, so. Yeah, he was. All Wait, right. Those um, good, good looks from Carl Lawson. Good vibes from Carl. Anything else, my man? No, I'm feeling good. We'll definitely have more to talk about as, like, you know, 
things progress here. So yeah, very excited. We're gonna come back next week or the week after, maybe after the first preseason game. We'll talk about what we saw. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll try. We'll try and get a guest on. We're trying to get a. We're working on somebody right now. Yeah, we're Sorry. working on somebody. So. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll leave it at it's that. Various. We're trying to ask him about his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, if you want to listen to any other podcast on the Gotham Sports Network family of podcasts, you can do so. You can go to GothamSN.com or you can go to Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Um, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Jesse Finver. If you want to follow Connor, you can do so where? At DNJ Mick. Why? Because I'm Irish and I'm from New Jersey. It feels, oh, good. Yeah, it feels good to do that again. Feels yeah. good to do that again. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, as always, J E T S Jets, 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 and uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you guys in a week or so. Peace.